We're the Hydratonite Super Adivas If you got HS, you'll want to meet us It's not your fault, put the shame to a halt HS Divas know how to have a ball The Hydratonite is Super Adivas Put the shame to a halt, cause it's not your fault Hi everybody, my name is Brinley Welcome to the Hydratonite Super Adivas podcast Sponsored by UCB Hey guys, today with Hydratonite Super Adivas We will be talking about sex Oh my gosh. <laughs> sex. Yes, people with HS have sex. Okay. Um, and I think a big reason we wanted to talk about this was because HS is not considered a sexy disease and it's considered gross to a lot of people, even sometimes ourselves. And I think like it's still so much of our life to have sex and we need to start talking about these hard topics. I think we're here to inform partners, people yes. we're having sex with, and even to maybe build your confidence with sex. Absolutely. So, yeah. Brindley, let's start with you. What has your experience with sex been like with HS? And what are some of the things you may do now or some of the things you didn't know that help you navigate sex? I think definitely as I've gotten older, being honest about it where I was definitely not when I was younger and everybody's like oh you know god robbed me of my hoe phase basically but uh, it didn't stop me uh, I still experienced mine when I was younger uh not so much now as I'm older um but I think that you know when you're younger and you're not accepting of your HS yourself it makes things really really difficult and really uncomfortable in certain circumstances um so I found myself I've I'd gotten like trapped in that rut of like not wanting to tell people about my HS, but then being afraid of like judgment from them about it as well. So it's kind of like, well, what do you expect to happen now that you're older and think about it from a realistic standpoint? Um, But as I've gotten older, I think that it's changed dramatically in the way that I'm more open and comfortable, like with my own body and with my own flares Um, and the communication piece is more important to me now than it ever was in the past. Um, so it's, it's interesting as it, you change and you go through it, that it changes your mindset about it too. And also just being more comfortable talking about it makes me more comfortable, like in my own skin and in my body. So I think it's a, it's a really, really hard topic. I think for a lot of people, because it's so near and dear to your heart and because our HS impacts us so significantly in our most private areas, it's like we, how did you describe it to me, Caitlin? Like our, we got delivered a pizza, except our pizza got in a fucking accident on the way to where it was going, (laughs) flipped upside down in the car, got smashed to shit and then arrived in a box and you open it. So it's almost like, you know, that that is kind of the way when she said it, I was like, oh, my God, you're yeah. you're actually right, because that your your sexuality is something so sacred. And we've been told since we were young, right, that it shouldn't be given to everybody. And, you know, the expectation is that you everyone looks like everyone else that you've seen in porn or whatever. And that's not the case for us. Yeah. And so we don't look like those people. Therefore, we don't think we can act like those people. We don't have the right to in a way. Um, and when she gave me the analogy of the pizza, I was like, oh, my God, dude, that is so right. Because that's how I feel about or felt for a really long time yeah. about myself anyway. Yeah. yeah. So. And Sid, what has your experience been with? So I definitely can relate. Like, 
you would think that you would have bypassed your hoe phase, but definitely, like, mine was loud and clear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I said that on a live, on a TikTok live, I remember. Um, and they were like, well, how did you, you know, overcome sex insecurities with your HS? And I was like, girl, I was a hoe. <laughs> and I'm admitting it. Yeah. I won't take yeah. it. <laughs> you know, like... And as much as it hurts me now to be like, wow, I just don't appreciate those people who I was in that stage of life with. Um, I often say like they didn't deserve to know me like that because I was so promiscuous because I didn't value myself because I thought HS took that away from me. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought I was damaged goods. I thought, oh, let me just sleep with this person because they find me attractive right now and I'm not going to tell them. And if... It took one person cutting that shit off, like, yeah. immediately once he saw scars back there. And yeah. I was like, okay, we can't do this no more. Like, we can't not talk about it. You could think that it's an STD for my explanation if that's something that, like, is a red flag for you. But if me telling you that this is not an STD isn't enough for us to take this to the next level, that's completely okay. I think I had to be okay with the fact that my HS was not okay to other people, Mm -hmm. whether they knew what it was or not. Like we have to respect people's boundaries and all we can do is kind of just like lay our cards on the table. Um, But it definitely hurt me, uh, my sex life. I started sex very young because of how I felt about myself and I was desiring that kind of, connection and attention from the freaking male species in eighth grade like, yeah anyone and everyone Dad, I'm so sorry. Yeah. um but yeah and I and I had to even realize that that was not daddy issues you know I think so many promiscuous young women did I have do I have daddy issues yeah but I I, I can't yeah I couldn't blame I yeah. that was a part of blame I had to take off of him and realize that like this was my hs This was the problem back then. This is why I felt that way because my dad was very much so present at that time in my life. So, um, yeah, it was hard. It still gets hard being a married woman. It doesn't just go away because you choose to be with one person for the rest Mm -hmm. of your life. Um, So every day I'm just trying to manage what that looks like for me. Yeah, I think we all take HS so personal, meaning like even with sex, where like our experience is so traumatic because we have HS or like it's so difficult and I think sex is difficult for everybody mm-hmm. right it is so intimate so personal if you have sexual trauma all these things it like it's not as I have learned I guess as I've gotten older it's not as deep as I necessarily make it with my HS and sex and I've also learned like the more you speak out to the easier sex is so Mm -hmm. communication really is key and i think for me so much of my experience with hs because i had very mild and i was blessed to not and i still am to not really have it in my groin or i've had a flare up here and there but like for the most part it's not really an issue or in my butt um i think i was able to just avoid the topic altogether you know and so if i had one flare up okay well i'm just not gonna have sex for the next month and i'll be okay because this never happens but unfortunately that's not a lot of people's experience with hs and then as i got older i got it under my breast very severely and when i first had hs it was basically only in my armpit it was specific to that and nothing really happened as i've gotten older it's gotten under my breast and that's the most severe place so i am now having to deal with what that looks like sexually because that was never an issue for me um But I've been very shocked the older I'm getting to that, like, 
with age, I guess, just comes wisdom and comfortability and on the other end, on whoever you're having sex right. with end. And I think, like, the more mature you become for any young woman or men watching this, like, it will get better just when you mm-hmm. get older in general. And, like, I don't think partners really care as much as we think once you get to a certain maturity level you know what yeah. I mean um so even recently I was talking to my wife about it and I told her we were actually going to be talking about sex on the podcast and she was like well what would you say and that was her way of like saying talk to me about sex <laughs> hold like, up what does that look like to you and I was like let me make sure I'm an okay what you're gonna say <laughs> no, but she, I, it was her way of asking like could you talk to me about yeah. this you know and I so I told her like what I was gonna say and she was like well is that how you feel with me and and I was like, duh, <laughs> like this is universal. And she was like, yeah, I think my concern has just been about hurting you, like under your breast. She was like, you know, I've been really concerned about like, if I braced you, am I hurting you? I was like, you're not grossed out. She was like, no, like that's never been a thing. I know you can't give me HS. I mean, she's like, maybe if you had an open wound, but she was like, it's more about you mm-hmm. I'm worried about. And that was really eye opening for me too, yeah. because if once again with age once you're kind of out of your hoe phase you know once you just with maturity and when you have a more mature approach on sex like a lot of times if you're having sex with someone who cares about you they care about your hs Mm -hmm. and they're not grossed out else they wouldn't be with you in the first place and yeah so that's how it that's just how it is yeah that's how it is with josh he never ever makes me feel like oh no your hs is gross or like of course we can't sleep together today don't you know that like your butt's draining you know i think having it on my most intimate areas i mean i've been even been even dealing with the fact that i have been getting hs on like my nipple we didn't even know that was like i mean i guess we should know this thing because it ain't the palm of my hand yeah. the bottom yeah. of my feet, <laughs> but you're like could we leave one yeah, sacred place like, okay, yeah um and it is hard it's it is is so hard to find those pieces of me my inner thighs like my hs is spreading down my thighs my butt cheeks are like out of control and i'm really doing my best the last nine months to try to manage as much as i can with topicals with trying to figure out what those you know what the rooted issues are to help my hs the best but i think the biggest takeaway i've had this year was just learning to communicate with my husband Mm -hmm. like listen I know all is love and you want to smack me on the butt and all of these things, but like we need a code word or we need a safe word. Like you need to ask permission before you do that because you could be hurting me unintentionally. And for so long, I swallowed that, you know, like I never wanted to, to hurt anybody's feelings. Like I would always be like, Oh no, it's okay. Or even the times that, you know, you are in a relationship with somebody and you maybe know that they're not the one. And you're okay with being like, oh, I don't want to have sex right now. But like you do it for the sake of that person. And then you're laying down and that's a shitty feeling Mm -hmm. when you're in sexual intercourse with somebody and you really didn't want to do it or you feel like crap about yourself the whole time because you didn't disclose about the HS. Um, So, I mean, it's I'm still learning how to completely let my guard down when it comes to being intimate because for my whole life it's felt like 
I'm laying there and it's like, oh my God, what do, what do they what do they see? I wonder what they see. Yes. I wonder if this is gonna drain. I wonder <clears> if this is gonna keep the lights happen. off. Yeah. yeah that was like I don't always. have sex with the lights on. I mean, I, and the crazy thing is like as mature as I am now and how much open I am, like it's still like lights off. It's just yeah. it just makes Period. it better for me. I know, and I don't know that if it, I don't know that that ever changes. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I've got years on you guys, and I really <laughs> don't know that that ever changes. Yeah. I feel like as much as you can accept your HS and as much as you like love that I love that it's a part of me because I wouldn't be the person I am yeah, today without yeah. it but at the same time it's still to the core of my being bothers me yeah, yeah. the way that like my husband would see me or yeah. like I just I don't like it I, I don't it's hard to get through that I think we put so much pressure on the people we're having sex with and we actually need to start putting that pressure on ourselves in regards to our self-love, unfortunately. Yeah. Because I'm realizing the people who love us that are sexually active with us don't have the same lens we no. have. They're literally like, what's Ariana's Grande's song, Point of View? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Where she's like, I'd love to see you from my point of yes. view. Like, they don't even have this view that we have. No, it's our they own do. baggage. Our own... It is all our own baggage. 99% of the time. Yeah, okay, yeah. You do have the 1% yeah. of assholes who, right, who it are It is assholes. their baggage. And yeah, you should of leave course. It's don't have that, sex with them, y'all. Yeah. Don't. Like yeah. Like, Just skip it. Yeah. Um, but it is. It's totally our baggage that we're bringing yeah. to this. And the only people who can change that are us. Yeah. And I think we do put a lot of pressure on our spouses or our significant others to help change the way that we feel about, about ourselves. ourselves. And they yeah. can't. They, they cannot. Can't. This has and been how many feel years? The same no. way. And then it to be like years and years on end and it's nobody's fault we're all working through it but like how many times do you have to hear your spouse be like babe i don't, don't. i don't see that like i love you regardless like i'm not afraid of your hs i do not think you're gross and to have like what if you're so worried about their opinion that you're not focused on giving that advice to yourself and like picking that up and then like 15 years later they're like tired of fucking trying right. to your height yeah. man like yeah. girl I told you for the last 15 years I love you and here you are like still super depressed still don't want to have sex with me still don't want to let me in and I'm not saying there's any reason for infidelities or why yeah, yeah, marriages yeah, yeah, fail yeah, 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 yeah. but I'm just always like let's get to the root here yeah. you know and when you have somebody constant like even everybody has that friend I was that friend for a long time and you're like damn girl like life gonna get better it's gonna get better and it's like a year later and you're like okay like girl we've been There's telling you yeah. like <laughs> stop you need to get out the house yeah. you need to leave the cats alone you know what i mean like and he's like how many times do i gotta tell you yeah. the same thing before you understand this is genuinely how i feel and i'm not lying um so like i really had to get to that space with josh because even though i've been married for three years i felt like the first the first four you know was of me not letting him all the way in, not really trusting that like he does not care about these scars on my body. And once I genuinely let that guard down and I was like, okay, like, I believe you. Like, right. Like full transparency, hitting it from the back. Sir, you may not. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You may absolutely not. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a war zone back there. <laughs> but then he's like, that's actually my favorite. And I'm like, oh, for real? Yeah. <laughs> even when I had talked to my wife about it, and this was literally a few days ago, maybe not even a week ago. And when she, the first thing she said was, I'm just worried about hurting you. I realized during sex, I don't even think about myself being hurt though. Like that's something I'm like, get through it. Even if I am in pain, yes. because I don't want my HS to hinder this the sexual, sexual experience. Act- and yes. it actually kind of made me emotional. And that's when I realized like, I even need to be more, open and have have these conversations with myself because I was like I've never even thought about if it hurt 
during like I've never even like it it doesn't matter. I'm just having sex. That's how I have sex. I have sex and pain. And I realized like, no, I could be communicating to my partner. Like I do have a flare up. This position may work, but this one may not. Yeah, yeah. Today, this week can be different. We can do this. Next week I might not be but able to. But we don't you know. think that we're deserving yeah. of the yeah. right to say that to somebody mm-hmm. or to speak up because we feel like there's something inadequate in us. It's like it's that, already a burden to have sex yes, with us. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yes. And how dare like, I tell you that we have to do it this way yeah, today. Yeah. yeah. Which is like ridiculous. You because know? guys, they have the fucking audacity. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah yeah we just gotta snatch a little bit back because i I mean not even just guys but i just think like the other person the other partner like when you really think about it they literally have the audacity to be like i want it now or i want it at this time or like you know like and we will just settle and be like Mm -hmm. oh because i should just be thankful enough that you still want to even do this with me so i'm gonna just ride along and like i was saying before like i rode along times i don't want to ride along (laughs) (laughs) let me out yeah Yeah, yeah. let me out like some people i get it i should have never even it should have never gotten that far because (laughs) i just felt that less of myself yeah but then i'm like with other people they just honestly deserved a conversation and I'm sorry I didn't give them that and I feel like I've just barely set myself free from like the perception those people may have of me even till this day you know and I'm like I have to just chuck that up that that's maybe what they know me as and maybe they don't follow me on social media and know I talk about this whole freaking time now um and I just got to do better for the next time. And, but now I'm married, so there's not next time. Yeah, yeah. But I could just help other people have that conversation and respect the boundaries they're setting for themselves and the boundaries other people may have. So, yeah. I feel sometimes too like we don't take initiative. I know this for myself anyway, because I think the fear of rejection is always there. And I think with HS, we're more susceptible to that rejection than anything else because we take it it instantly doesn't become about maybe it's not the right time or whatever it would be on on our end if it was like i'm not really feeling it right now but for some reason that would be like the biggest rejection and it would have to instantly goes to that has to do with my My i'm sure it's because i you know i was flaring and you knew i was flaring and now that makes me unattractive to you and like your mind just goes down this entire freaking yeah. rabbit hole that you yeah. cannot come back from easily yeah. and i think there's two parts to that that's okay because that's part of the experience with hs to fill these things but then the part b to that is if we want to do something about it we do have to work on that self love from within like it's really i think i just spent so much time thinking partners even cared and quite <laughs> frankly i've my partners have been like I don't care. (laughs) Like, I literally don't care unless it's hurting you. Like, it's not. I know that you can't give it to me, you know. But also, I I remember one time I had sex with someone and I did have, like, a scar from a flare by my groin. And he simply asked what it was. And it was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, you know, we didn't even end up having sex because I was, like, he thinks I have an STD. And, like, also, he had the right to just ask. Totally. You know, and that's, like, I realized now that I'm older, that was so immature, too, because... He does have the right to protect yeah, himself yeah. as well. And he didn't assume. He genuinely acts. Like have you, at least he asked. This, yeah, no. My no. dude just stopped midway. It was like <laughs> I'm out. 
And I was like, I'm out too, motherfucker. I'll never see you again. <laughs> I think even that, I'm like, I'm realizing how personally I'm taking this when someone does have the yes. right to protect yeah, their self. And even on the other end, when we do see someone, even knowing what we know about HS, we should stop sexually and see, you know, if there's a bump and ask questions. You know, we should be doing these things. So I think we have to like really start taking sex and i think that's why we have to have these conversations because when you don't that's where these problems occur occur you know assumptions like assumptions and, and so let's talk about me. so many people get ingrown hairs mm-hmm. you know what i mean which can look very similar to hs and i think just the treatment could be the same we are learning that waxing is good can you give us the facts of why waxing is better than yeah so shaving waxing um shaving a it bothers the hair like it cuts it off and then there's still the follicle left in there. Whereas with waxing, you're more likely to pull the follicle out as well, which makes it less likely for HS to occur there. Okay. So waxing is definitely uh, the preferred method um, as far as hair removal goes or laser hair removal. But that's also waxing can be very costly. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. yeah. So that's something to take into account, too. But um, yeah, it's a, it's and sex can cause flares you guys so a lot of people will be like oh my god after i have sex i end up with a flare like on my mom's pubis or you know and down you can, by your labia you and why? it's like because i think a lot of it has to do with the friction okay. and the heat okay and the hormone release okay so okay. yeah exactly okay. yep. bump and grind i've never even thought about that you know because like i said i've had I don't have it too bad there, so I feel like I'm blessed to not have that effect. But that's very yeah. interesting. So to it know can too. definitely happen as yeah. a result of sex. And not only okay. that just the sex, I mean waxing has helped me with my sexual confidence. It, like I really was like advocating it for that. That's why I did waxing in the first place last month with Hannah. Um, because I was like, you know what? Like the hair down there is needs to not be anymore. You know, <laughs> like for me, I'm not that girl. I and I was for so long you know just grown hair using trimmers and i would that would always get me like the nastiest nastiest flares so getting waxed improved my sexual confidence like so so much but it's also helped with like i didn't get as many flares compared to a different hair removal thing and i threw all razors away years ago so but i think what's helped me too is understanding that like it's okay to maybe not shave a in Mm -hmm. general you know that's your right and then b that like it's also okay to just not do it because i have something going on with hs you know like it's okay to keep this hair here and communicate to my partner like hey i usually might keep it ball down there but this month you know i'm gonna try and see how it goes you know and i think that's like something you have to decide and i think just really looking in and communicating is gonna go a long way with sex and you're not the only person who has all of these feelings and like insecurities and you know all these the most deep deep dark secrets and scares about it i think I would say to say probably 75% of the people at least feel the same way you do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got your other 25% of the people who are just carrying on regardless of their HS and more friggin' power to them. Um, but I feel like, I feel like personally my HS has robbed me of the ability to feel free sexually. Yeah. To yes. not have to ever have that worry. I don't know what that's like. Yeah. Right. And so I always wonder... And more so in the past than being an old married bitch now. But, um, like, did that make – I'm more inhibited 
because of that, I feel like. And I never felt like I could just be like totally free and let go because I always had to be on the lookout or, you know, worrying so much about what somebody else thought. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like it really did hinder my ability and in just being completely free about it. Yeah. And I think even if we touch on like being who you genuinely like want or feel called to be, I mean, the sex works or sex workers who may have touches or spells of HS. I mean, Mahal is a, a model and a beautiful one who has HS. And I mean, but what if they would have let that, what if you would have let that stop you yeah. from, you know? But I think I also have to acknowledge like it has. And I think they're still privileged with having stage one. And I know it's hard to say for some people, but I don't have the more severe. I I, I have HS and places I am able to cover up. So I also don't want to act like my walk is necessary. I mean, it's still valid, but I don't think unfortunately, like even the modeling industry or is ready for someone with stage three HS, which is unfortunate, you know? Yeah. And so even with sex, that's why I want to make sure to ask you guys a lot about your experience. I don't have it in my groin or butt bad and I never really have so to even act like my experience is the same as you guys it's just not you know what I mean like I've had a better probably sexual experience with HS Mm -hmm. than you guys have you know like even it's under my breast now but like it's you know like sex to me is so vaginal a lot of the time you know as women and so it's just it's been a different experience for me definitely not for me girl I don't know what I would do (laughs) if I could not use these beautiful babies right here I mean (laughs) Yeah. And that's maybe but, because my HS is more dominant yeah. below, you know, yeah. because I am an advocate for happy wife, happy life. But I know that I'm not a happy wife if I got a grouchy husband. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ew, you're being sure. annoying. So, like, I am fully transparent of the fact that sometimes my HS limits my sex mm-hmm. life. Yeah. And if that is true, because like I said, my husband's been very clear, like, I don't ever want to hurt you. So I don't ever want you to yeah. push through for me. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't have HS on my breast until this year and on yeah. my nipple and it's very different, but I can still do what I want to do. <laughs> you know? No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, you got to learn to rally. And I think I'm not ever saying that, like, if. I reached a point where I just shut my shit down sexually to my husband. I don't know how my marriage personally would deal with that, you know? So I knew I had work to do just because you marry somebody and you sign a paper and you commit your life to them does not mean that takes all of your sexual, um, insecurities away no if anything i knew i had to start working harder because at least if i wanted to have a one night fucking stand i could choose to not tell you about this shit either we're gonna have a good time and i'm never gonna see you again you know but like i had to keep looking this man in the eye y'all every fucking day like so i knew i needed to really get in tune with myself Mm -hmm. and like we need to figure out this system. So I need you to respect my boundaries. When I'm flaring, please respect my bo- my, my booty space, you know? Mm-hmm. If I'm not flaring, you know. Like, he just knows because I move differently. I act differently. And if not, if I am, I rally. My mouth still yeah. works. And my <laughs> boobs are still <laughs> great, absolutely, you know? So, absolutely. like, I try not to make him suffer for something that, honestly, he has no control of. And he does his best to make sure that, like, I'm not gonna make you feel like shit on the other side yeah. of that stick any any kind of day, you know? So like even today, like when we we fly back home tomorrow, you know, and I have something going on on 
my vajayjay. And I'm like, okay. And even though I'm fucking excited, I just got waxed. She's pretty. She's cute. Yeah. You know? <laughs> ready to go. I'm like, we're still on delay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I set those boundaries for myself instead of feeling like, oh, I have to. He's entitled to this because I ain't seen you for the last four days. You know, figure your shit out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying that my husband is a huge corn watcher. He's not. I also had to have that conversation with him. Like, I don't get offended. Like, I think you love these women. But, like, realistically, baby, I ain't ever going to be able to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's keep the bar low. Yeah, so, like, um, we shouldn't do this anymore. And I yeah. used to watch it, too, personally, privately. Yeah. Because I think even when you're flaring sometimes, like, I was celibate for almost yeah. 14 months one time. Yeah. And I still did what I had to do. And... Now that I'm married, though, I'm like, okay, when we're feeling that way, we should just come talk to each other first. Because then there was times where I'm like, oh, you're in there doing that? Well, I was in the mood and you missed out. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, but did you miss out? Because you're watching something that I cannot clearly do. Yeah. You know, so it's I really had to learn all these conversations. And we feel so uncomfortable. But like, bro, you literally married this person. <laughs> so just have a well, conversation. Because it lets them into like a certain insight and a part of your mind and that you don't let other people go to. Yeah. And although it is your husband, it still feels very awkward sometimes to like say what your wishes are or what you wish could be different between the two of yeah. you or how you wish yeah. you could operate differently. Um, or just what your desires are. Yep. Like it for some reason it can feel very awkward to do that. Yeah. But at like, the same what's time your you're kinks and then they yeah. tell you you're like, for real. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I think we put these expectations on our partners to maybe even initiate these conversations, but we won't initiate them, even yes. with our friends. So, you know, I think that's where community comes into with HS. You have to learn to get good friends. You have to learn to date people who value you so much further than looks and all these things these are essential things but when you have that community like you you'll start talking to your friends about this you know like even one of my beautiful things is all my friends be like let me see your hs let me see what i'm looking like now and i'm like how did i even like a few years ago i didn't have those type of friends you know and um another thing for me you guys know i crack a joke about being a nudist i was like ready to put on a robe for this episode (laughs) but i don't think a lot of people realize a big reason i like to be nude more is that means no underwear no bras no places on the places my hs is affected you know like and it's actually very helpful and so even i've had to communicate to my wife about that now too like a lot of times i choose to sleep naked is simply because it is more comfortable Mm -hmm. for me you know it is what a privilege you got (laughs) i know you y'all got the kids look they're so annoying Uh, (laughs) i think it's just like finding what's working for you and really having these conversations and we know nobody's talked about this with hs you know and even the underwear and the bra part like like Brinley said, her mom literally looked at her one day and was like, why are you wearing a wired bra? Yeah. And I mean, it can feel like you're robbed of these like sexier moments that like, oh, well, I want to go to Victoria's Secret and pick out, you know, the lace panties. Please don't. They're no. so bad for us. Yeah. And, <laughs> Just you know, skip it. <laughs> yeah. skip it. You're saving money. OK, yeah. they're expensive. <laughs> um, And the wired bras. And yes. I'm like, I don't even know the last time I even got sized because, baby, give me the sports bra. Like, yeah. I don't have time. They they don't irritate me in this area. Um, And it's just like, OK, if you want to go find you a sexier sports bra, do that. But you don't need to punish yourself no. yeah. to entertain somebody else whether it's lingerie whether you know what i mean um and cotton underwear or 
Well, They're the I best. haven't worn underwear in yours for the most part. Like I do when I'm on set and stuff. I have to, you know, courtesy. You're not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I have to. The the stylist would be like, she ain't got no underwear. Yeah. Nasty. I don't. You putting choice. that ass on my chair? Yeah, I don't have a choice. But like these are things I make sure to just do outside of it. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is, I don't have a severe issue with HS in my groin. But when I wear underwear a lot, I do. Yes. All of a sudden, no matter the type, I have every underwear under the sun. It starts being a problem in my mm-hmm. groin. And so even that, I've had to normalize my sisters to me. We're best friends, but they're also the biggest B words in my life, you know? <laughs> and it's always like, she ain't never got underwear on. And now I make sure to even correct them and say, because I'll have a flare up. Yeah. And then y'all are going to be complaining about me stinking. Yeah. So uh, hey, I can't and you're gonna be, Yeah. Then you're going to tell me I'm depressed and I don't want to go out and I'm bitchy. <laughs> yeah. All because you wanted me to wear some damn underwear. But even that, one of the most beautiful things I've learned about with my sisters is they just didn't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm shocked now that they find their self correcting. You know, sisters just, at least me and my sisters, we come for each other all day. That's how we have fun together, you know? Yeah. But now, even like one of my sisters, I immediately watch her correct and think about what she says with certain things. So even like when we're on vacations, you know, it's like, she knows Mahala's doing this now because of the HS. And even now, they do like smell checks, but nicely, like, hey, Let's do a deodorant check, everyone. I'm like, I know they're telling me I stink. (laughs) Thank you. You know, I'll take it. And it's actually became very beautiful for us. But so much of that was just educating them. Yeah. You know? And it sucks. Like, you talked about how a lot of it becomes our responsibility. I think this is a lot of struggles. Racism, you know, it becomes black people's jobs to educate people. But it's just how we make changes in the world. My sister's totally treat me differently now that they see me talk about my HS. Yeah. Like they understand when I commit to something and then I back out. Like it's not because she's always wanting to be, I mean, sometimes I'm flaky. Don't do <laughs> yeah. I ain't gonna go, I ain't gonna do okay, too we're gonna much. Okay, we 70-30 on yeah. this <laughs> But most of the time, like, and they all see me post the video because I'm never faking a flare, you know? Like yeah. if you see me walking funny, it's for real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so they'll be like, are you still coming today? Like I saw your video. It's totally okay. Like we don't want you to feel guilty. Um, And even like my best friend's Josh's people it just it makes you feel seen in such a powerful way like oh my gosh and now they do understand even with the smell too like I used to feel so guilty or I was always sweating and then my sister came out she's like I have hyperhidrosis too and I'm like it might not be HS but yeah. girl we're getting somewhere yeah. like we both have letters yeah, this is why you were black this is why I wear black like it's so it's when we let people in it's just empowering for us too but I've learned too people can't respect you unless you respect yourself and part of respecting yourself is speaking up no matter and how hard it is yourself. yeah yeah and so even chronic fatigue is one of my worst symptoms of hs like i would say what impacts me more than anything emotionally is the fatigue the fatigue kills me i i mean even i'm thinking about that the other day we we're talking about me sleeping so much i sleep because i'm fatigued half of the she's time she's like 10 <laughs> hours i was like what the <laughs> f- but that's almost half like, the I day yeah i'm like i got five hours and i'm good girl no, but when i think about it so much of my hs is definitely fatigue and i just start to feel like throughout mm-hmm. the day just i need to sleep and you know that impacts my sex life too yes. you know i want to go to bed at eight or nine o'clock like, is that because our body's working so hard or like what is fatigue? yeah chronic like? fatigue is is, is definitely a part of, uh, for a lot of people with their HS. It's something that happens for them. Yeah. And I think that's another just layer of shame, mm-hmm. you know, because whether you're a mom or working a nine to five or whatever that looks like for you, like you feel so much guilt because you're like, oh my God, I'm tired. Like mm-hmm. I don't have the energy. I'm drained. Or you 
you're well and i'm always called lazy for it you know like growing up it was she's lazy she wants to sleep well and at the end of the day that impacts your sex life in a huge way because like if i have to make the decision of making lunches for my kids for the next day for school not i don't have to anymore because mine are older (laughs) but or like coming to bed and having sex like i don't i don't know man that's a friggin' (laughs) toss-up because it (laughs) it means i don't have to get up that much earlier tomorrow to do it you know or it so it it does it plays a huge role yeah and i think even that though that's something we can communicate to the people we're having sex with like hey i need you to make the lunches if you want some tonight all jokes aside like but i'm realizing so many of my failed sexual relationships or sexual trauma with hs's came from me simply not Not talking about it not even like talking about it i think so pretending it doesn't exist yes so much of my hs experience is just Let's not act like it's not even a thing. So many outfits ruined that I'll never get back because we just weren't going to mandate up. We weren't going to cover. Whenever it's an all-white party, dying. I'm dying. I'm I'm never going. Don't invite me. Don't invite me. Yeah, do not... We're they literally have them wedding, every year. No, you can't have listen. No, I have an all white. You have HS friends. You can't have all white parties. You're right. You're right. Life sucks. You'll have to make it. My wedding dress was actually um like light, like light brown beige. Um, first of all, I just wasn't doing the white because I ain't a virgin. So (laughs) (laughs) um, but I remember how that buying that dress impact like HS impacted what dress I bought. Because I was like, you can't do no lace right here. The dress my mom wanted to buy. I'm like, girl, do you forget who I am? Like, we cannot do lace all up in here and it's all up in here and there's nothing that you can alter that's not going to irritate that and make yep. it messed up. But then I ended up settling on a dress that was strapped like this shirt and I'm to a place now where I can lift my arms and wave or my bad, yeah. <laughs> um, where I could, you know, praise and it's all good whether you see scars or not. But that my wedding was a very big moment for me because I was like, oh my gosh, like we're going to take pictures. You're going to see the scars. But I kind of just like powered through because it was either you have all this fabric up here. Like even a strapless dress was not an option for no. me because yeah. I'm like, that friction is terrible. Yeah. So yeah, we, we, we have to pick our battles. Mm. Same thing. I wore a long sleeve wedding dress or three quarter sleeve wedding dress. Yeah. For my, well, I, I used mean, to ask for marriages. long sleeve swimming suits. I'm like, when's somebody going to make one? And now they're making them for all the kids. I'm like, I just need a full size yeah. because I'll be honest, like swimsuits. I, I'll wear one. If I go to like a hotel or something, you know, because of this, this, it's limited, but I very much so cringe, even at myself, when I try to wear a regular two-piece swimsuit to the fucking swimming pool. Like, I just, my anxiety. I'm like, please, I need some see, spandex. Once again, once again, it's a you thing. Like, even, I remember when I first started, like, really being more open and being, you know, wearing whatever. My sisters, at that point in my life, I was still insecure. So if you saw it poking out of my top i want you to tell me but now i'm so much more confident i don't care let that the chlorine hit it or let the whatever i need the salt water like i don't care i'm not is and now my sisters just don't say anything which is beautiful i see them looking they're like what the hell is that under there she don't care i couldn't handle it but you know it's like yeah it's it's our life and yeah yeah as we wrap up do you guys have any advice you could give maybe young woman having starting to have sex with hs skip the whole phase it's not worth it it's not fucking I think, yeah, my whole phase was totally not worth it. I I would just educate or I would hope that they can just learn to love themselves and give themselves just a little bit more grace mm-hmm. as honestly as early as you can in life. Like mm-hmm. 
take that guilt off of yourself, take the shame off of yourself. And when you start talking about your HS, you're going to, your person's going to find you, you know, and we, we have so much dread that they're never going to come. Um, and I'm not saying that your soulmate's going to come at 15 mm-hmm. in high school. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying that. <laughs> most likely not. I think she already put so, some false start, hope. Most likely not. Start talking about the HS. And the sooner you start doing that, you're going to set yourself free in more ways than you even know. And everything else is just going to follow, like whether yeah. you want it to or not. And it's all going to be OK. And your person will love you no matter what. And they will not care about your age. And believe them when they say, yes, they love you, please no do believe what. them, because yeah. I can't imagine. I mean, imagine being in that situation where you have to constantly fight to reassure someone. It's like you said, Sid, like after so long, people get tired of trying to do it. Yeah. And then they won't anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so believe them when they tell you that because if they didn't want to be there they wouldn't they wouldn't they wouldn't date you i mean anyone especially when you have hs noticeably anywhere they know you have it (laughs) like whether you're talking yeah whether you think you're sly or not (laughs) when you (laughs) keep the lights on they can still see that poking through you know so yeah all right well thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of hydrodenitis super divas and see you you next next time and that's a wrap thank you so much for tuning in to the hydrodenitis super divas podcast we are so thankful to ucb for sponsoring this episode and we cannot wait for you guys to tune into the we're the hydrodenitis super divas if you've got hs you'll want to meet us it's not your fault put the shame to a halt hs divas know how to have a ball the hydrodenitis super divas